Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit. Professionally Fit is a podcast dedicated to fit and aspiring to be fit professional female entrepreneurs and executives. At Professionally Fit, we teach you how to eat and train for the body, life, and career that you want. Welcome to the show. And of course, as always, I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of Professionally Fit, and my lovely co-host, Ms. Get Fit with Jay. Hello, everyone. So on today's episode, we are going over 10 things that you need to stop doing in the gym today and 10 things you need to stop doing at your business and or career at your job today. We have a long laundry list of great tips for you that we've compiled to help you jumpstart your 2017 and make next year great. Jay. Yes. So before we dive into the show... Um, first, I want to clear something up for the listeners. For those of you who have been following um, Professionally Fit Radio or podcast for a long time, I've been doing this for over a year now. Um, I want to first off thank you for following us and being a part of the Professionally Fit community. But also, you guys probably know I own a company called Fit Camp 360 Inc. And we recently rebranded and changed the company name to Professionally Fit. So the podcast now matches the company. Um, so Thank you so much for being a part of um, this brand and this community. And we are moving into 2017 with a bigger focus on entrepreneurs and executive women in particular and how they can make sure that they're being healthy and nailing down their health to ensure that they're able to perform and thrive in their business. You can't thrive in your business or in your career if you're not thriving in your health. So that is the new mission and the new vision for Professionally Fit, Inc. And so... On today's show, like I mentioned before, we're going to give 10 tips on what to stop doing in the gym and things to stop doing in the business. But first, Jay, I have to tell you, I went and got my hair done last week. Okay. Okay. So, um, for the first time, I made my own hair mask. All right. So, I've been really concerned with the shampoo and commercial stuff that I've been using. I told you. Yeah. So... Check out what was in my hair mask. My hair was the bomb.com, and I am never going back. I've already pulled out all my commercial products, and I cannot wait to get rid of them. Um, but in my hair mask, so the hair mask, I put on my hair while it's still dirty before I get it washed. Okay. Okay, so this is the pre-shampoo. So here is the formula. It has a banana, okay. a half an avocado, mm-hmm. some vegan mayonnaise, some almond milk, coconut oil, and then essential oil. So I put um, lavender oil in mine. So this is and pretty much to condition it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I put this hair mask on my hair about an hour before I went to my stylist to have her shampoo it and wash it. Okay. And I also have my own new shampoo now. So okay. I, I was so thrilled to tell you. So most of you guys know we are completely plant-based. And we have gotten more and more progressive with being conscious about what not just goes in our bodies, but on our bodies. So anything that you put on your body, like uh, lotion, shower gel, deodorant, it only takes about 26 seconds, less than 30 seconds for it to seep into your bloodstream. So lately I've just been like upset. I told you like really concerned about my shampoo and what I'm washing my hair with and that stuff you put in your scalp and your scalp can be really porous. And so I finally reached out to a good friend of mine who has been making her own hair mask for a while and asked her to give me the recipe. But her recipe called for eggs. Oh, so you, to make it vegan, you took the eggs out. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I know a lot of them that I looked up at online when I just put on a homemade hair mask, they all call for eggs. Yeah, I've um, seen that. Yeah. And so when I put in vegan hair mask, um, I was able to take her recipe and take another recipe that I found and combine them. And I lathered it on my dirty hair. And let it sit under a cap for about an hour. Then I went to my stylist and my shampoo was water, pure Castile soap with like four different types of essential oils. Hemp oil. Um, how you say? Jojoba or Jehovah? I never know how to say oh, Me either. <laughs> that is one for the books. You know, I hope no one forces us to have to pronounce it to save our lives. Right. Because, yeah, it'll be over. So um, I'm really, really happy. The rule of thumb is don't put anything on your body that you can't eat. So, 
Um, I can literally lick my hair mask if I wanted to. And I feel so good about it. My hair was fantastic. Even my uh, stylist was like, Lisa, after she got done washing my hair, she was like, I cannot believe this. She was like, usually your hair shrinks and draws up. She was like, it's actually stretching and soft. Wow, she was I like, wait to use that. I have to give you this recipe. And then she was like, put your hand back here and feel it. Me and her both are just rubbing our hands through my hair. And she's like, this is fantastic. She was like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah. You say that? Yeah, yeah boy. boy. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Your girl got her own hair mask out yes. here. You know them people. I'm going to be like, bottom it up. It's $20 next week. <laughs> and that's how it all begins. And so it begins. <laughs> I, hey, I'm, I'll be your first client. You know how I am when it comes to hair. I don't want no parts of it. You selling it, I'll take right. two bottles. Well, I did. Um, all that I put together was definitely too much for one. So I got it in a little bottle ready to use for my next that's my cool. next pool yeah I so i couldn't wait. couldn't that's wait to tell daughter. you yeah more yeah that's good definitely is that your weight what no i just couldn't wait to tell you oh you're just sharing yeah 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 okay so we're going to get into wait what for those of you who are new to professionally fit radio wait what is our segment when we talk about something that happened to us that we saw or heard this week that made us go wait, wait what, what? So my wait, what? I'll get into it really quickly. I'm in the um, I think you're in this group on Facebook too, um, Black Vegan Community. Yes. So did you see the post recently where someone said, "Post a picture of yourself and let's all guess what you do for a living." Yeah, and I saw that you posted your pic. Yeah. Yes, and I was so shocked. Did you see the comments under yeah. her? Yeah. I was not. Now I was floored because I'm like, I had to go back and look at my page. Like, did I put anything on my page about what I do or anything? Yeah. And I didn't. There's nothing on this page about yeah. what I do because I have two different pages. And I was so shocked when the very first comment was like physician, the second one was child psychologist, and the third one was business owner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how are people this gifted? So I don't know. Do you think it's like, oh, they maybe figured it out? No, no, I don't. I think it's truly what we, how we represent ourselves you know how people say have you ever heard be careful what you name your kids because they will live up to that name even if it's a a basic name like i met Mm. a person whose name was let's just throw it out there like tina hampton okay and she ended up meeting another tina not meeting her but going to a store Uh a walmart okay and it was in another city that she wasn't familiar with a really small town and she tried to buy something with a credit card said tina hampton and the cashier said you are not tina hampton Tina Hampton comes here all the time, and you're not her. And they actually call security and all this stuff, right? Now, the other Tina Hampton was black. So I didn't get, I was all in, like, was she white? I was ready to get mad. She's like, no, she's black. They were like, no, you're not Tina Hampton. Tina Hampton comes on. Because it was like a name that it wasn't, um, you know, that it doesn't, You people don't have a common name. It wasn't a common name. Okay. So... The lady ended up, you know, producing more things like, no, I am her. And she ended up finding out who the Tina Hampton was. And we're just using Tina Hampton as a, that wasn't the real name. That wasn't the real name. It was something more. She was like, when I looked this lady up, we had so many similarities. We both were in this same field. We both had these amount of kids. We both had parents. I mean, she was like, the similarities were creepy. She said, be so careful what you name your children. Because there's something about a name something real important about a name that makes people do certain things wow yeah and it was when she started naming all the similarities so basically what i'm saying is if i have a son name him barack yes <laughs> yes <laughs> name him barack obama that's all i'm trying to say <laughs> that's what i got out yeah. of uh, no but you you present yourself by what you're into i don't think it follows you 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 don't follow it it follows you basically mm. that's one of them things where it was kind of like it was already written right mm-hmm. so yeah so you look the way of the person you're supposed to, supposed to be wow you get you get what i'm saying yeah that's so interesting so i mean that was my way what because i'm like oh my god i'm starting pre-med in january i own my own business and yeah. my undergrad psychology and i worked with kids for four years and people are like yep wasn't hard and, and yeah but for me do you think it takes a special type of gift or insight though because i was looking at everybody's pictures and i didn't know i think it does take a certain type of gift or insight those are probably the type of people who can have a conversation without mentioning themselves you know people that are really into just you know getting to know other people and know what they're what they're about okay you know okay so it does take a, a special type of person and it takes a certain level of um selflessness not to be so into yourself to actually 
look out and see what another person is about. So I think it takes two. That's two a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. So that was my way. Well, I was shocked. I'm always shocked by gifted people like that. I used to work with a yeah. gentleman who I thought was a, um, what do they call people who like career people or sent spirits or could come over to you and know that something's off in your... Are you talking about what I am? Not like, not like a palm reader or anything. <laughs> no, nothing like a palm reader. <laughs> You're not talking about... Um... Um, like angels. You know, I used to have a guy I used to work with and he did this all the time and, and to me and I was always just really, really? intrigued yeah, by yeah. that gift to just be able to see through people or vibe with them on a whole nother level. I, yeah, I, and I definitely believe in it. Like they use certain people... For police, uh, to solve police cases. Yes. You know, yeah, and those right. people are so accurate. Like, I think this person is in the one part, it was like near a church and by the water near a church, and it was really specific. So, yeah, people definitely are gifted like that. Wow. Truly. Okay. Honestly. Did you truly. put your, <laughs> did you put your picture on there to see what people said? No. Oh, no, no. I, no. Okay. So, was that it for your wait what? That was my wait what. Okay, so, my wait what is, uh, so, you know I have... Uh, Son Morgan, I mean, a daughter, Morgan's son, uh, Bryson. Bryson is seven, and Bryson is real alpha male, and he's really, really confident. Like, ever since he was, like, small, uh, he was jumping off dressers, and he had a black eye by the time he was three from doing something, and he's falling <laughs> out of trees. He's strung himself up with my uh, exercise equipment by his feet up on the tree. Like, he's ridiculously fearless, right? Okay. So, we went ice skating this weekend, and... Um, you know, I told you that ticket price, even though I wasn't prepared for it. It was initially $42. They took it down to 28 I still was like, ooh, you know, for my whole family to go skating. So when we got on the ice, mm -hmm. Bryson just completely started just wilding out, right? He's like, look what I can do. Look what I can do. Look, I can do this. And he's like spinning around on the ice. He's skating on one leg. He's um, running and doing things like that. And I was like, wait, <laughs> like, wait, what? I didn't know that he had, you know, it, it, it just, it was just crazy because what confidence can, can do for you. Mm -hmm. It's not even skill. It was just flat out. Let me try this. Mm -hmm. And it worked out. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? So at first, initially I was going to stop him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you going to get knocked down. You don't know. This is what I'm thinking in my head. Like you going to get, you don't know how to spin. You don't know how to run. I've never seen you run. I've never even seen you. He tried to skate backwards and fail. Got right back up and tried again. <laughs> I was like, wait, he has no, he has no room for uh, fear or no room for like, I, I'm, or failure. He doesn't fear failure at all. Wow. So I was just like, wait, what? So when he actually did the one leg, because when he said, I'm about to skate on one leg, I'm like, because I told myself like, don't stop. Whatever you do, whatever he tries to do, don't stop him. Okay. You know, don't yeah. put that off onto him. If he thinks he can skate on one leg, if he thinks he can skate backwards, if he thinks he can run on skates, just let him do it. Like, you pay good money. Right, <laughs> my first friend. of all. You pay, let him wear this ring out. Right. So, I let him do whatever, and he did it all. And I was just so proud of him. I was just like, wow, confidence really sometimes. Uh, what does E.T. say? It's, um, you need more will than you have skill. Mm -hmm. And it, and it just, just watching it play out was amazing. Like, his will is will really take him far yes. if he keeps that going on so i was like wait what but i have a two-part wait what so you know ramirez went with us uh -huh. and you know he never said anything he just came and he's put on his skates and we just walked out or whatever and then he just started standing on the side of the ring he didn't go out he's like i'm gonna let y'all go i'm gonna let y'all go so you know i came back around like you ready and he he was like wop like he couldn't even walk right mm -hmm. and i'm like you don't know how to ice skate He's like, no, I never, um, you know, went ice skating besides that one time with the kids. And I don't even think I got on the ice or whatever. I was like, okay. He was like, you know, the kids got a lot of practice with skating around the house and stuff. I'm like, well, then that means you got a lot of practice with skating around the house. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, I've only been skating like twice. Wait, what? <laughs> I said, wait, what do you mean? I said, like, no, not ice skating, but like, no, I'm talking Skate. about regular skating. Roller skating. He's like, yeah, I've only been skating like twice. Okay. I said, wait a minute. I felt two things number one i was super proud of him for mm -hmm. putting on the ice skates yes. and coming out with us just to come out and have fun with us and two i felt really bad you know that he only been skating twice yeah because i think that's just i you know i as far as childhood i just think experiences are just everything like, how did you manage to go get into your adulthood and only have been skating twice and i believe those skating twice is when he took our kids yeah i don't even believe it was in his A childhood, childhood. So I was like, wait, 
doesn't remember or maybe never really got good at it. Because I could think I could probably count on one hand how many times I've been skating. Really? Yeah, that uh, that I remember. So that means for me, that's that's well, reality. You know how, I'm no offense, but you know how your memory is. His memory is excellent. So I was I was really sad about that. I really am. I didn't even know how into experiences I was. I'm like, wow, you really were deprived. Like, oh my gosh, like, from skating. Well, I just think that spills over to everything. Like, I just want to get down to how many times you've been to a movie. Right. I think you're giving skating too much credit. Yeah, I was like, I I was, because I was like, okay, run me back. I I just really want to get down to it. Like, how many things did you actually do as a child? Now I need to know. Right, right. So, yeah. I feel you. That was my way. Well, my son has uh, a lot of will, more than skill. But the skill gonna catch up with it. The skill's gonna catch up to the for wheel, sure. For sure, he yeah. does not back down off of anything. Nah, nope. Yeah, if we are. Yeah, go for this week. Be more like Bryson. <laughs> Weekly goals. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, guys, we're gonna get into the top ten things you need to start stop doing in the gym today. S T O P. Number one. Number one, stop going too fast during strength training. Yeah, that's a good one. Right? So we see um, men and women uh, pick up some weights Uh and doing bicep curls or doing arm raises or whatever you're doing or doing squats and you're going really, really fast. It is impossible to get the maximum benefit from your strength training if you are going through the reps really fast, I know you want them to be over with. However, yeah. you have to slow down. If you want to know how to tone your muscles, here's the number one thing you need to remember. Listen up, listen closely, write it down. You have to keep your muscles under tension. The longer they're under tension, the more they'll grow or the more you'll be able to gain definition. So you cannot speed through your strength training and still get the maximum results. You go fast during cardio, you slow down during strength training. Yep, I totally agree. Okay, number two. Number two, stop comparing what you can do versus the person uh, in the gym, anyone in the gym. I don't care if they're bigger than you or smaller than you. Some people will see, you know, for example, when you and I were doing the rows and the guy was like, how much weight is that? Mm -hmm. Because we're women. And I think he felt bad because we, you know, had a heavier weight than he did. And then he started explaining, like, well, you know, I would just, you know, but what you don't know is that we're both personal trainers. Yes. And that we work out all the time religiously. Yes. So you can't look at someone and say, well, I should be able to do that because they're doing that. Or you can't look at someone that's bigger than you or less fit than you saying, well, if they can do it, I definitely should be able to do it. Right. So it doesn't matter. Your level is your level you don't know the person's history and even if you did this is your journey focus on yourself and be proud of yourself for what you can do a thousand percent i love it stop with the comparisons number three stop resting too long i know (laughs) i know you want to check your music you want to change stations you want to return a text message you all of a sudden need water. You should probably get your towel out the locker. Listen, again, if you're looking to tone, if you're looking, you have to keep your muscles under tension, which means if you're taking a five or seven minute yeah, break in between definitely. sets, guys, you are not maximizing your workout um, or the time that you have and that you're making for yourself. If you're at the gym, be at the gym. Yeah, go ahead and skip a song really quickly, but your rest breaks should be half of your work time. So if you're doing a set and it takes you maybe 60 seconds, one minute to do these curls or these squats and your rest break should be 30 seconds and then you get back into it. So stop wasting, stop, don't stop to take a selfie. Don't stop to talk to somebody for 10 minutes. You better talk and work. Stop taking these super long rest breaks at the gym, but you bragging about you was at the gym for an hour and a half and only 40 minutes of that was truly working. Okay, stop going to the gym with, without a plan. Mm-hmm. I see people looking, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to go over here and do this. Or I guess I'm going to go over here and do that. You spend too much time thinking than you do working. You know, first you, you do the rest breaks, spending too much time. Now you're spending time, 
you know, thinking about what you're going to do next. If you go, say, I'm going to, you don't have to specifically know what machine you're going to use or what uh, weight you're going to use. Just say, for instance, you're going to work your tri. Today, I'm going to work my triceps. I'm going to work my uh, back or I'm going to work my legs. Just know that. And you know the certain exercises you do for that. But don't just go there on a whim. All right, do 15 minutes of cardio. Now trying to figure out what you're going to do next. And if you want to get even more specific, you can say exactly what you'll do. I'm going to do tricep dips, or I'm going to do bicep curls, or I'm going to do squats. So that you don't waste too much time thinking, or you don't waste too much time going, doing this thing, and then you done forgot you were doing bicep curls. Now you're doing push-ups. Then forgot you were doing push-ups. Now you haven't, because some exercise needs to be repeated two to three times. Yes. So have a plan. Absolutely. I love that one. There's nothing like having a plan, especially if you're one of those people who always complain about you don't have time and you definitely need to have a plan. Yeah. You need to have lots of time or a plan. But, <laughs> make but, a decision. Make a decision. Pick a struggle. But you cannot be walking around like, oh, look at this machine. That's cute. Yeah. Oh, I should probably do this today. Oh, I see her doing these lunges. Let me try yeah. those. Yep. Go in with a game plan so you can maximize your workout. Also, what I like to tell our clients as well is that if you go in with a plan, and when I say plan, I mean you you even know how many reps you're going to do. Like, I'm going to do 25 squats, three sets of 25 squats. If you've already committed to that before you got into oh, the yeah, gym, true. you aren't going to just stop when it hurts at 18. True. I even still I even still do that to myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important to have a plan because then you, you force yourself to push past your comfort zone because right. I told myself I was going to do this many. Yeah. And nine so. times out of 10, you're not going to write a plan that's too much for you. Like, I'm not going to say I'm going to do 100 push-ups in a row. Right. Knowing I can't do 100 push-ups. But you do it when you're not tired because you will do the most that you can do. Well, I'm going to do, you know, 25 push-ups. I know I can do that. But if I write a plan when I'm tired, I'm not, yeah, 10, right. 10 sounds good. 10, 10 sounds good. I didn't eat today. Right. I got to get out of here. Yeah. yeah so, so a plan. Yeah. I love it. That's an excellent one. Is it on me? Yeah. It is. Okay. Stop doing an hour worth of cardio. Listen closely, guys. You do not need to do an hour worth of cardio. I see people on the cardio machine reading books. I see people on the cardio oh, yeah. machine watching television on their phones. I see people on the cardio machine chatting with their girlfriend next to them. Here's my problem. You're breathing too good. That's the problem. <laughs> You're breathing way too good. Way too good. If you can hold a conversation, if you can read, hold your book up, flip a page, mm -hmm. you know, change your show, scroll through commercials, you're not working hard enough. You do not have to spend 60 minutes on a machine to get good cardio. Increase the intensity, lower the time. If you're doing a flat walk for 60 minutes, maybe take the incline up to 5 and do an uphill walk for 30 or 20 minutes. Your heart rate should be getting up a little bit. You should be pushing yourself past your comfort zone. You should not be able to do regular activities um, on the treadmill, right. on the elliptical, during your cardio, whatever it is. So stop doing too much cardio or stop doing an hour worth of cardio. You got anything to add to the cardio piece? No. Okay. My thing is don't get too radical with your workouts. I know Instagram is really popular right now. Facebook is really popular right now. My suggestion would be keep it basic. One of the things we have to learn as trainers is don't try to glorify getting in shape by doing all these extra things to impress your clients. No, we start out with the fundamentals of, you know, getting in shape and getting into the good habit of strength training and doing cardio, maximizing your heart rate and things like that. And that doesn't come along with trying to impress people on the gram or trying to be like people on Instagram. Yes. And what I mean by that is squats still work. Regular, you know, bicep curl, the basics is what works. Not, I've seen people put a 45-pound plate on their back to do push-ups when they weren't even ready for regular push-ups. Regular push-ups look horrible. Yeah, yeah. your regular push-ups aren't, aren't right. So why are you putting a plate on your back to do push-ups? I've seen people doing dangerous stunts that can injure them for life. I've seen people come to the gym wearing, you know, plastic or aluminum sweatsuits to get all the sweat because that's what they said do. Um, one person told me that their trainer even had them wrap themselves up in all this stuff up under their uh, up under their sweatsuit. Yep. Gym suit. So workout clothes. So you don't need to do all that. All all of those fancy gadgets, all those fancy tricks, 
they distract you from what you need to be doing, and that's learning the proper uh, body. Do I always forget a word? The proper form. Proper form. Proper form when you're doing your workout. Yep. You you don't have time to be doing all this extra stuff. You need to do the proper form for the exercises, the basic exercises to get you there. A hundred percent. Because I saw a girl, you know, the hip abduction machine where you sit down and you standing st- up. Yeah, mm-hmm. standing up on a hip abduction machine, standing up facing backwards so her face is <laughs> facing the seat it's too much Just ma'am why? if you don't sit down and turn if around we and around use the, the machine and say why are you doing that they would it'd be a shrug of the shoulder right because so-and-so that i follow does it and her butt is on fleek and yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. it's yeah so it's really unnecessary to do like jay said all the unnecessary stunts and to go along with what jay said to take all the unnecessary supplements you might see a lot of individuals that you follow advertising pre-workout supplements, weight loss um, supplements that you take before and after and during your workout. You have to be really, really careful, guys, because these things are synthetic, they're man-made, and most importantly, they're not regulated by the FDA. Jay and I could come out, go home into our kitchen tonight, put together something, stir it up, bottle it put a cute label on it and, and tell you to buy and it take a selfie and, don't forget and take a selfie with yeah. it and legally nobody can stop us from doing that there are no regulations on all of these supplements that advocare the uh beach body yeah. protein shakes what's that other one that's really popular oh i forgot the name of it oh i know they tried to get me to uh sell it um I'll think of it in a second. Yeah. So all these popular supplements, guys, do your research. I personally do not promote or support any of them. I feel like if it was made in a lab, it needs to be digested in a lab. When you put synthetic chemicals in your body, your body does not recognize it um, and cannot break it down. A lot of these pre-workouts are full of a ton of caffeine. Your heart rate should not be getting up like that. So, you know... Be careful who you follow, who you watch, all these sales pitches. Be careful. One way to know that it's just not a good substance is if they're guaranteeing you lose five or eight pounds in the three days. That's not healthy. It's just not healthy. I know you want results that fast, but unfortunately, it simply does not work that way. So like Jay said, stick to the basics. We're eating clean. We're exercising consistently, and we're feeding our mind positive thoughts, and that's how you truly see a transformation. Um, I have one more and that is stop showering and dressing like you're in your bedroom. I'm sick of coming into the gym at 630 in the morning. It's the same lady I always see and all I, I, if if she passed me on the street right now, I tell you, I couldn't recognize her unless she dropped her pants and turned around because all I ever see is her bare butt. Every time I walk into the locker room at 630 in the morning, she's blow drying her hair in the mirror half naked listen i get it we all have the same things there's no shame in my body blah 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 but have a little etiquette in the public you know dressing room in a gym guys put the put the goodies away before you blow dry your hair that's all i'm asking that is just a personal preference yeah (laughs) i don't know how you feel about it no I, i completely agree it always makes me a little bit uncomfortable not when you just hurry up and walk by to get to your clothes but when you're just sitting there Fully, fully lotioning. I mean, everything from the top of your head to the bottom of your, the soles of your feet. Like you have to get every crevice with lotion, butt naked in front of. It's just really. <laughs> I, I feel like you know what? I feel like I'm the one with no etiquette. I'm, I'm invading your space. Yeah, yeah. I'm violating you a little bit. Absolutely. So yeah, definitely, definitely agree on that. Yeah, one. having a conversation with your girlfriend, boobs just flying everywhere. It's just like, come it's on, too people. Much. It's, it's too, too much. much. Yes, it's very uncomfortable. And this is just personal preference. If if it's what you do, hey. But I just feel like we need to just keep all that in the bedroom at home. Yeah. Okay. Do you have one more? Yeah, my last one is. Stop. If, if you go to Planet Fitness, you know this. They have candy offered, and they offer pizza. One time I even came out to the uh, parking lot, and I seen like 20 wrappers in the parking lot from the candy. I'm like, really? You were e- you were leaving the gym, and you ate 20 pieces of candy. Wow. One time I left the gym, and somebody was literally, I think you told me I was lying, but I swear <laughs> it's the truth. Somebody was sitting, just left the gym, eating a, a bucket of fried chicken. I mean, a container of fried chicken. They couldn't even wait in front of the gym. How do you know he just left the gym? I saw this lady. It was a lady. 
working out and then started eating a the bucket car, of chicken. And she was in a handicapped front, first spot eating fried chicken. I said, really? Really? <laughs> no way. Why'd you even come? But people think they earned that. I, I worked out. Yeah, now no. I can eat my fried chicken and eat my candy. Stop it. I asked Planet Fitness, why do you even have candy? Well, that's because people, you know, have low sugar and they feel lightheaded. And I'm like, really? Well, they should ask for it. Just like how when we had, well, you know, when we worked at the gym. Right. If someone felt lightheaded, we said, oh, we have this. And we gave them one. Right. And it wasn't five Tootsie Rolls or anything like that. Just but, sitting Yeah, just sitting. That. So, yeah, just stop eating all that pizza and all that crap. You go into the gym to get better. Don't. Don't let, you know, gluttony of opportunity <laughs> derail you from your goals. That's our right? new term we made up. You're going to hear that regularly here on Professionally <laughs> Fit. Um, <laughs> yeah. We call it gluttony of opportunity, meaning you're not hungry, you weren't thinking about food. But because it's here and available yeah. to you, you know, that free thing of donuts that's in the break room in the morning? Yeah, that. So because it's here, I might as well have one. Right. Okay, so that's gluttony of opportunity. We should come up with our own like little dictionary for professionally fit terms that we use, and yeah. you know what we mean. Yep. I really I like that so. one. Um, I'm a I'm gonna do one last one because you you mentioned this off air, and I think we should say it. Um, is uh, pay attention to your progress. Okay. Yeah, I really like that one, which um kind of coincides with with stop doing the same thing over and over again in the same way mm-hmm. for a, a long time. So, let's go back to the treadmill example. If you typically do a 60 minute flat walk and you've been doing the same 60 minute flat walk for the last three months it's probably time to progress to the next level you are not seeing maximum results if you are doing the same thing over and over again in the same way at the same intensity for the same amount of time you know so guys you have to progress yourself if you don't have a coach or a trainer to do it for you or if you don't know how, invest in one. But if you don't have one, be sure that you are paying attention. Okay, for the last two weeks, I've been running or jogging at a 5.5. Let me just try and see how long I can go at a 6 or a 6.5. Or let me see what I can do on an incline. Or here's something, and my client just did this. Let me get off the treadmill and start walking on my own. I was so proud of her. She's been walking on the treadmill for the, like, I don't know, the past seven months. And she's like, now, Lisa, I actually walk around the track at the gym versus on the treadmill. She's like, it's so different. I'm like, yeah, because you don't have that assistance of the treadmill. So push yourself past that same old thing you've been doing forever. You can't see progress if you are not progressing intentionally. Yep. Okay. That wraps that up. That wraps that up. So let's go into things to stop doing in business and or your career. Really pay attention. We're going to go back and forth here. There, Some of them can be applied to both. But for those of you who are entrepreneurs out there, we wanted to give you some things that you should probably stop doing in business today. For those of you who have a typical nine to five, and I know some people have both. So make sure that um, you take notes on this one because this is kind of a big deal. Okay. Number one, um, if you have a website, stop using stock photos. So for those of you that don't know, stock photos are just the typical. You ever see a company and they, they're advertising diversity? And so they have that typical office picture with the white man, the black man, the Asian <laughs> lady, you know, the Latino. Um, we all know it. So those are stock photos, photos that you know aren't real people that belong to that company who um, don't really uh, portray the identity the br- of the brand um, on your website. Make If you can't afford to have a professional photographer um, take photos, you can create some of your own photos in an app called Canva, C-A-N-V-A, where you can like upload your own pictures and make them look really professional with text and, and graphics. Um, but you have to stop being lazy because when you, someone goes to your website, they the first thing they're looking at is who is your brand or who are you? And just having stock photos does absolutely nothing to push them closer to becoming a client or a potential customer. All right. So my first one is don't hate your job. There is something about your job to like Mm -hmm. other than getting a check. Uh, Recently I was speaking with someone and we were, they were talking about something that was happening with the company and then she said, "Well, I'm 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 happy to be working." 
She was like, I could be standing in the unemployment line. Mm. And I was like, amen to that. People always forget their blessing. You you wanted this job. You needed this job. I don't care if it was 15 or 20 years ago. At some point, you applied for this job. And now that you're here, it's like, I hate my job. I dread my job. Well, why do you dread it? That has more to do with you than the job. That's something within you than the job. Even if you have a boss that gives you hell every week, you went, you punched out, clocked out the day before knowing you was going to have the same boss tomorrow. So you need to change your mindset. I have this boss tomorrow. I'm not going to let her or him ruin my mood. I'm going to meditate in the morning. I'm going to work out in the morning. I'm going to have my favorite cup of coffee in the morning. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. On my break, I'm, not, I'm going to avoid. Whatever it is, you are in charge of your happiness. You are in charge of your mood. You are in charge of how you value your job and yourself within your job. So don't go to work hating your job. That's a waste of energy. I never come to work. Not here. Not at my last job. And when I started to feel like that at the place I worked before I came, became a trainer, I did not work at that job much longer. Mm-hmm. I had to go. So either make an exit strategy or figure out why you enjoy coming to work. Absolutely. What aspects of your job do you love that you can expound on or do more of? Or like she said, an exit strategy. That's really, really, really important. Um, a lot of us, a lot of people love hating things. Oh, that that was in my fine, my fine print. Yeah. I lo- a lot of people like to get annoyed I was recently um, telling somebody, it's something on Facebook or something that I go to all the time just to be annoyed by it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why I just like to be irritated by this person. <laughs> they were like, delete them. Like, no, I want it to annoy me. And people do that <laughs> on, on a you know, more serious note at their job. They like to complain. They like to go in the you know, break room and complain with their other you know, co-workers. And they just like to feel like a victim, basically. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God, I hate my job. I had so many hours. It's like, no, you're not a victim. You are gainfully employed. And you always have the option, even if you think you don't, to leave. And you know what's funny about that is how usually there's more than one person at the job who hate their job. So they usually um, get together. But, you know, if you're that one person who won't even accept that type of energy or that type of conversation, you you are like the black sheep or whatever and so if you you can become the person who won't stand for the negativity who won't stand for sit standing around and talking about how much you hate this or complaining about the processes and bureaucracy at your job um if you become that person it's much easier to get outside that circle you will begin to attract other people who are more positive open-minded appreciative yeah Um, i Oh, go ahead. No, that's it. That's it. Somebody tried to get me on a woman I didn't even know. She tried to get me on the elevator uh, on Thanksgiving Eve. And she, uh, I was with someone else, and we both on the elevator, and she was already on there. And she was like, oh, my God. And, you know, I was like, you know, what's wrong? She was like, I'm just ready to go. And I'm like, what's, you know, what, you know, what's wrong? <laughs> Basically, my what mind happened? not even, right. you know, with the, the holiday and Thanksgiving, I just got, you know, I'm just so ready to get out of here. Lady, you get off. If if you're not in my department, you probably leave even sooner than five o'clock. Right. You have all these hours once you get off, and you're off tomorrow. No one is working. Like, get over yourself. Yes. Just do what you got to do here. Be in the moment, and, and move on. And move on. We we all you know society. We feel like it's necessary to advertise. No, I'm not. I'm not for it. Uh, how we just love to advertise what we don't like, what we can't uh-uh, stand, no. where we don't want to be, where we rather be. No, no. You know, and it's just become the acceptable thing, and so it's so acceptable that most people think it's okay to tell you. No, just it, like it you was... know, people think it's okay to tell you that they're broke or they don't have money. People think it's okay to tell you, I hate this. I don't want to be here. I can't stand her. I can't stand him. Um, when really it's not okay. No, it's not. It's just I, I not okay. Really over it. Yeah. Um, my next one is stop saying yes to everything for fear of missing out on something, mm-hmm. or um, thinking you need to be a vendor at every event or a contributor to everything. Your company and your brand know who you are, know where you fit, know know what go what is in align with what you're doing and what's not. You are not a good fit for everyone. Mm-hmm. Your company isn't, your brand isn't, and all clients aren't. And so please keep that in mind when you're sitting down and thinking about doing business with someone. Make sure 
that you know you are not a good fit for everyone. Um, I remember, I remember um, recently I was at an event and this woman, I was recently at an event and this woman who was the owner of a company called the Detroit Garment Group, which is a really good resource if you are in the clothing industry or the sewing industry, you make your own clothes or materials, check out the Detroit Garment Group. But the founder of the Detroit Garment Group, she was talking on a panel recently at an entrepreneurial event, and she was saying how she had this client who they had for a while, and this client was responsible for a lot of their revenue. And But this cli- client was really, really worrisome, was never satisfied, and you know, she had to have a real conversation with herself and with her people on whether or not they should just dismiss this client, like let this client go because they simply could not stand to be, she said herself and her staff were really stressed out and every time they had to do business with this client or anytime this client reached out to them, they knew there was going to be a complaint or something they weren't satisfied with and this had gone on for months. And finally, she said, I had to just let her, let this person go when they were responsible for hundreds of dollars worth of revenue every month. But um, for the sake and the well-being of herself and of her staff, they let this client go. And so you have to be smart enough in your business to do that. You have to be smart enough in your career to do that. If you have a job where you're really stressed out or where it's just a constant source of of aggravation, anger, frustration, stress. Maybe there's no upward mobility. Maybe you've outgrown the position and you can't go any further. Um, Maybe the people on the job, you've, you know, come to conclude that your value systems are different and their vision for the company or their contribution to society is not in line with what your vision or your contribution is then it's okay to start planning an exit strategy and make that move. Okay, Jay, what's your next one? My next one is stop needing to be micromanaged to do your job. So here's the thing. I'm at work. We're outside of my job right now on a Sunday. Now, we all know, most people who work in corporate America know that on the weekend, it's it's pretty laid back, right, in most jobs. So when you work, especially on a Sunday... So I come to work on Sunday today, and I always, even Monday through Friday, I do a thing called, I scoreboard watch. I watch my progress all throughout the day. I can go on the computer and see the progress I've made throughout the day. So when I go to check my progress, I see everyone else, the list of what everyone else is doing on my team, it comes up. Okay. Right? So not only do I scoreboard watch for myself, I'm saying, well, I'm checking for everybody else. Um... So I get to work today, and one person is already here. And um, so, you know, after an hour after I've been at work, I check my, my progress. And I've seen her progress was at zero. So I was like, wow, that's odd. She was here before me. But I'm like, well, it's hour into it. Maybe she's doing paperwork. Or something. I don't know. We don't even do paperwork. But my mind could not figure out why you have no progress. Okay. So after two hours, I... Check my scorecard again, see my progress, and she's still at zero. So at this point, it's only three of us on here. No one really works Sunday. There's she and I, and there's someone work, clearly working from home. I don't physically see this person. Okay. But I can see their progress. Okay. This person is working from home. So I see their progress steadily going up, my progress going up. This person is at zero. So I'm like, what is going on? It's been two hours, possibly three or four for you, because I don't know what time you got here. Okay. So I get up, (laughs) and I go to the restroom, which consequently passes her desk, (laughs) and I see YouTube videos. I see, you know, we have two screens. We work, um, we have two screens to do our work, so we can toggle between them. And on both screens, it's just crap. She's on the phone. And I'm like, what in the world? So what's the point? What does she get out of coming in? If she's not working, does she get her, credit for hours? Her, She gets paid. She gets paid regularly. Oh. Regular hours. We don't get paid from 
are you know a pro that's what i'm saying she needs to be mic clearly needs to be micromanaged in order to job. work so she's just basically clocked milk in the clock so and i know she can't just leave without doing work so what she's going to do is in that last hour try to pound out some some work i could not believe no pride in your work wow that's another one i have on there you know stop being need to be stop needing to be micromanaged but my other one is stop have some pride i was like literally shocked wow literally shocked that you need someone here to be accountable to yourself or to be accountable for your work i mean literally just over there on the phone and, and watching videos zero work had been done it, it it shocked me so bad because i'm like it's still at zero okay hour two it's still at zero i was I even started thinking, well, maybe she's logged in under someone else's name. I couldn't even couldn't even fathom. fathom that you're just over there not working because you can. Wow. Yeah. That's it really was sad. It was disgusting to me. That's really sad too because I'm just thinking about. I can only in my own life, like as an entrepreneur, be unproductive for so long, before I start feeling like, let me stop cramming this waste, this junk internet or this junk TV into my brain. That's what I, like, I can't, it's no way I can watch YouTube videos or scroll on social media or look up stuff on the internet for two or three hours. Like, I can maybe give it 10, 15 minutes, but, like, she's, basically, she's setting herself up for more unproductivity, you know what I mean? Because, like we always say on here, you crave what you consume, so she's just going to be even more amassed in those things. I wonder, like, what's her numbers throughout the week? You got to start stalking her and let us know. Oh, I know what her numbers are throughout the week. So does and she usually the, match her, make her she makes daily goal? The, the daily goal because, you know, like I said, there's management there, not to mention there's no quota on the weekend. I could have came in here and did much of nothing and gotten away with it because it's the weekend. Okay. And we don't have a you know, a goal or anything on the weekend, and she's taking pure advantage of that. So just to give you an example of how outrageous it was, when she finally, when I walked past her desk, I guess she decided to kick it up a notch. And so I looked, checked back, like, 45 minutes later, and she was at, like, a 5. At this point, I've come in behind her, and I'm at, like, a 50. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, wow, wow, you are not even trying, you just simply have no pride in your work so that's, that's my thing stop needing to be macro micromanaged in order have to some, do your job in order to do your job do your job because it's your job you're that's what you're supposed to do right stop trying to just get away with something yeah it's you're grown you're an adult stop trying to get away with something like you're a child absolutely and like you mentioned earlier um stop thinking you know because you hate your job and because you want to have your own thing or you don't want a boss that you can you'll eventually be your own boss or have your own company and your own business and that you'll be successful because if you don't practice habits when you're employed by somebody else to make to keep you responsible sharp and do work when you don't need to be told then you're not going to do it when you or when you own your own company it's not just going right. to automatically the discipline is not going to appear out of anywhere guys it's actually something that you have to practice and put into place i work seven days a week because there's always something that needs to be done. Maybe I'll lighten my load on certain days. Just the other day, I had a 15-hour work day. And I, t I intentionally told myself, like, Lisa, tomorrow you're just going to do these three things. And you're going to sit your tail down and let your mind breathe. So, but as an entrepreneur, don't think that you can go from being a crappy employee to a, a, a right. super sharp and stellar business owner entrepreneur you have to have those value systems ingrained into your behavior beforehand before you can be great on your own or or before you can go and get the job you really want and desire and all of a sudden be great i don't even want to do this i don't like this company mm -hmm. blah 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 but when i graduate from school and be this doctor or lawyer or accountant or whatever then i'm gonna no you have to practice good work ethic regardless of what you're doing and it'll be much easier to be great at something else agreed 100 percent. okay uh, my no, number three i guess have an exit plan or an upgrade plan with that i mean if you don't like your job or even if you love your job don't just settle where you are if you don't like your job figure out what you're going to do next and how you're going to get there when you're going to get there what moves are going to be made to get there yes and if you like your job, then start doing more to become, you know, 
a supervisor or a team leader or whatever the next step is. Mm -hmm. Don't just settle on that level. Agreed. Uh, because your mind, I remember my mother uh, used to take square dance lessons and, you know, it was a lot, a lot of moves. And she was like, to keep my brain sharp, to keep my brain, you know, when you learn new things, mm -hmm. your brain stays sharp. It sure does. So when you stay in this, you know, you may be thinking, well, I like my job. I like my position. That doesn't mean that you cannot use that position to get higher. And then some of the things that you know will be incorporated into the next position. Yes. That doesn't mean just leave and start, you know, you work at this job you like and then go somewhere totally different. But you can set your goals, set your goals a little higher than what you are, where, where you are. Mm -hmm. Just like, um, you know, Rocky, our friend Rocky, shout out to Rocky. Hey, girl. Um. <laughs> She was doing one thing in, in what is that? Um, in foster care? Yeah, and then she started doing something else. Mm -hmm. She went and went after to become a trainer, and now she trains the people who are in her previous position. So, yeah, and it's, so yeah. it's all related, but she st set her goals and her standards higher. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Absolutely. It is so important. And Troy just started a new job, and he just came home today and was like, they just, I, there's a, he was like, there's a rumor. I don't even know if it's a fact. There's a, he, he was like, there's a rumor going around that they're about to post another position. And he was like, if I have enough time, he was like, I don't even know if I have enough seniority to apply for it yet. He's like, but if it is, I am. And I was so proud. Like, yes, that's how you do it. Yeah. Don't think just because, like Jay said, you either like your job, you just started, or you hate your job, that you should not be uh, creating either an exit strategy or would you say an upgrade strategy? Yeah. Um, I think that's really, really good advice. It is so important to know where you want to go. So, so many of us live aimlessly, you know, and so many of us um, wait for the day to happen to see what's going to get thrown at us versus starting the day with a plan, meaning starting a job with a plan, starting your life or your relationship with a plan. You should have a vision or idea of where you want to be where you want to go and then you develop it as you go along but stop living aimlessly yeah just um to expound on that a little bit more how you and i started both started off in the gym and then we started training our own clients and at that time neither one of us knew i don't know if you knew but neither one of us i think knew that we wanted to start you know our own fitness thing and do you know events and all this stuff but we automatically start upgrading you know, what we wanted to do and started training our own clients and just wanted more. Like, okay, yeah, working in the gym is okay, but I can train my own clients. Right. And I can make these meal plans and then I. And so naturally, you know, it led you to having your own company mm -hmm. or whatever. So, yeah, even when you're at your job, like at my job right now, they send us emails saying, hey, if you want to train in another department, let us know. That doesn't mean there's an opening. That doesn't mean we're going to hire you, but then you acquire the skills yes. that if it uh, opening ever was to come, oh, hey, I shadow, not train, shadow. Yeah. You want to shadow a person. I shadow this person. Oh, I like this. Or, you know, they remember you. So just start doing something to make yourself. Um, and I love that because not a lot of jobs even offer that. Yeah, you can shadow any department you want. That's very rare, yeah. I think, for a company to be like free shadowing if any in any other department if you want to see how it works or yeah. what they do or how yeah. this part of your job actually affects you know yeah. what you do yep. and so, so you i can think understand your job better yeah. absolutely i think that's a great opportunity so many people i think don't take advantage of opportunities mm -hmm. that are provided at no cost to them except for maybe time, time. i was about to say that and um oh. but what but think about what would you normally be spending your time on anywhere are you just trying to leave early because you want to leave but you're about to go home and chill like maybe take another extra 20 or 30 minutes or research something you don't know or actually work harder for a particular client that's trying to get something done today instead of I had um uh, the AT&T came out to my house a few weeks ago to uh, upgrade our internet and all of a sudden there was an outage at AT&T and so we were without internet turn it ended up turn out for the whole weekend um and he's like, yeah, it's Friday, and the people who would normally work on the um, the outage, basically, he's like, basically, the smart people, the tech people, they're, I'm sure they're gone for the day. So, unfortunately, you're going to be without internet for God knows how long. And I, it's just it's so crazy to me how we're like, this is the time I get off. 
I don't care what's going on. I don't care that there's maybe thousands of people that's been affected by this. I'm not willing to put in a little extra time or I'm not willing to come in right. tomorrow to work on this. But the one of the female technicians who came out to my house, she apologized profusely. She got my personal number. She called me and texted me on my cell phone. She gave me her personal cell phone. And she was like, Lisa, I usually don't work on Sunday and Monday. She called me on Sunday morning and was like, I'm just calling to tell you. She was like, I snuck my work phone home so I can call and let you know what's going on on the back end. I really, really apologize for this. She's like, um, they'll be back in the office tomorrow. I'm going to personally come back down to your building and check your box. Um, if you're not home, don't worry about it. I just wow. need to get in the basement. I'm talking about above and beyond. She texts me, blah, blah, blah. When I was back on, she's like, you good, you straight? And I'm like, I'm perfect. Thank you for all your help. She's like, make sure you call them and get credit for your days you didn't have service. She's like, girl, the one she called me twice from home. And the one day she's like, listen, I'm not supposed to be on this phone because they be tracking the phone because we're supposed to keep it off when we off. But I just want to call and check you, let you know I'm still working on it. I mean, above and beyond. And you know automatically she'll be a great entrepreneur. She a great entrepreneur, a yeah. great worker. Anybody she works for, their value, their company value will be, she'll be adding to. You know yeah. what I mean? Their value will increase because of her. And so I don't know if she hates her job or not. Based on my service, she loves her job, right? But she could she could very likely not stand what she does. Oh, my goodness. Well, is that all for yours? <laughs> you that just reminded me of something that peeves me very, very, very much. So it's affected. any If you're a consumer, if you, anyone, if you've ever dealt with any company whatsoever, this probably has happened to you. When people give, give you an excuse that you should not know about. Okay? That's the next one. The next one is stop. Making excuses and yes. be accountable. Yes. Be accountable. Uh, you know, things such as, you know, oh, the reason why this door was, I know we had a meeting at the, and you were supposed to be in the lobby and I know that door was locked, but, you know, my car stopped and, or, you know, I was supposed to use my husband's car and he didn't make it in. You know, don't do that. If you're late or if something happens where you disappointed your client, own it. Own it. Just say, I am so sorry for being late. Is there anything I can do for you? I hope this, this does not affect our... I don't want to know your reason. I don't want to know your reason at all. Yes. I don't care about what your reason is. The bottom line is, you were late. And what? Are, how are you going to fix this? I don't care about your excuse. Absolutely. At all. And and sometimes it's not even like a car or something. You know, uh, my babysitter, Uh, you know... Something that was know. probably very well not your yeah. fault. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Though. Own your, own your f ups. Yeah, and I'm going to give you an example. If you, in case you know you don't uh, quite get it, like, well, that's a really valid. Here's the thing. So, as a new employee, people, different people train me, and everyone had their own style. So, my my supervisor emailed me. I had did something wrong. I could have easily said, well, such and such taught me this way. Well, I'm doing that only because. But all I said was. Oh, thank you for pointing that out to me. I apologize for uh, messing that up. It won't happen again. Yes. Bottom line. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else to it. Own own your mess ups. You don't have to give an excuse because it sounds childish. It sounds like you're not accountable. Yes. It sounds like you, you will put it off on anyone other than yourself. The bottom line is you did it. So own up to it. Absolutely. That's a really, really good one. Um, really good one. And expect, especially... If you not owning up to it, it's going to cause you to throw somebody else involved under the bus. I kind of had that recently as well, where someone called to tell me, you know, oh, we think this kind of got messed up on your account, but so-and-so, and I and I knew so-and-so, but so-and-so didn't communicate with me effectively and didn't do this like she was supposed to, and it's been like that for a while. And then she went into a whole spiel about their relationship and things yeah, are on the rocks. I do not. Don't throw other people under the bus either, um, especially if the client or whoever knows the other person in order to make yourself look better or let yourself off the hook. You actually lose points when you do that, you know, because you there's no loyalty and, and everybody's kind of out for themselves yeah. and to save their own face. But as a company, you still lost points because you messed this up. So, yes, like Jay said, absolutely own, own, own. 
your mess-ups and take full-on responsibility, bite the bullet. And if you're an entrepreneur, then you need to go above and beyond to please that client now. I don't know if you're giving them something free, giving them a month free, uh, writing a handwritten written note and sending it to them, you know, getting them something that's completely unrelated to your service, you know, um, buying them tickets to a local game or something, whatever it is, you know, own your mess ups and co- cover it. You need to spend a little extra money or be inconvenienced to make sure that that client still is able to have a stellar experience. Then that's what you do, regardless of who's at fault. Yeah, one of the one of the sayings we have here is we are the they. Yes. You know how when you go to a company, well, they, 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 no, that's, the they is you. Mm-hmm. That's where my interest stopped because you're the person in front of me. So you are the they and always remember that. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. So those are our tips for today. 10 things to stop doing in the gym. 10 things to stop doing in business. We will be back as usual next week with another episode of Professionally Fit. For this episode and all past episodes, you can visit our website, www.professionallyfit.co and click on Professionally Fit Radio to hear all past episodes. Um, And then we'll be back again next week with a new episode. Professionally Fit, as always, is dedicated to female entrepreneurs and executives who are soaring in their fields and their enterprises but making their waistline just as much a priority as their bottom line. Till next week, be well. See ya.